Our host in spirit has a point. He does have a point. I just saw that. Oh, time to start. But <laughs> Danny says start. Keep keeping us on track, even if he's not here. Yeah, I'm gonna stop talking. Sorry. No, you're good. I do. I do got to say, it is definitely curious why they just have different authors for each little story. Like, sure, change them up for like this main story, side story, but like. Well, Keep so it. that's a and that's a thing they tested for like smaller articles. Welcome, okay. magic folks. No, I'm just I'm niv visiting. Oh, you're niv visiting. Yes. Thought, you, I no, you're good. Oh. Nope. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt, Danny, Anthony, and Big G. Hello and welcome, Magic Folk, to episode 171 of This Week in MTG, your aggregate, aggregate, aggregate news podcast for all things Magic the Gathering. We're your hosts, uh, Matt. We don't have Danny tonight. We almost got uh, little baby substituting in for him. Over there, we got Big G. Hey, hey. And right there, we have uh, getting fossilized with the dinos, Anthony. Yep. <laughs> it's true. We are overjoyed that you guys decided to join us for this episode. Uh, let's begin our episode by thanking you, the person decided to click on this episode and actually listen to it. You have this ethereal power to make this content we are producing to become an entity on its own, like a living lore, if you will. We have to thank you sincerely and truly from the bottom of our hearts and deck boxes. So thank you. You guys know that card, living lore? Mm-hmm. I thought that was a deep, a deep reach. That's there. a good one. I know, right? We also got to give a special thank you to the Patreons of this podcast. Their monetary support goes to funding the website, hosting, maintenance, and the packs and shipping for the Patreon giveaways. So, big, huge, ginormous thank you to Wade97, Amu the Fox, Noah, Slade, Nikki, No Modifier, Jacob, Christian, Maddie K, Barra, Chimera, Ernest D, KCB, Memorize, Techno, Chapman, and Ricky R. Thank you to each and every one of you for your support. If you want to be crazy and supporting us, too, check out our Patreon in the links below. Uh, when you go there, you'll see that we have two tiers currently, a $3 tier and a $10 tier. $3 tier gets you put into monthly booster drawings that fit a theme that we kind of just choose at a time. $10 tier gets you put in for a commander playable card that is valued between $15 and $20. That kind of fit into that same theme as well. And uh, if you're unable or don't feel like supporting us on Patreon, you can also support us by sharing this episode with your playgroup, your LGS rival, or any other person that you think would uh, gain benefit from listening to this episode. Another excellent way of supporting us is by rating and reviewing us on whatever podcatcher you're listening to us on. That's some fucking per, uh, official you, podcast. You've increased business. your business. Increased. Making it, uh, making it sound more official. We're professional sometimes, y'all. It may not seem that way, but we try to be. We facade the professionalism. Uh, yeah. But you can also check out our sponsor, J-Dubs, and support them, which supports us. So, and speaking of J-Dubs, let's hear an ad from them now. J-Dubs Sports Cards and Gaming, located in West Acres Mall in Fargo, is your one-stop shop for all your Magic the Gathering needs. In the store, you will find a huge selection of sleeves, playmats, and dice for you to personalize your battlefield with. 
Along with having a large variety of singles in their display cases, there are also binders and boxes for you to browse through. That much selection means that you will always find something you are looking for. J-Dubs is also the place to gather to play a wide array of formats with friends in the community. There is Commander League on Thursday nights, Modern League on Saturday afternoons, and Legacy Leagues on Sunday afternoons. And who can forget Friday Night Magic every Friday evening? J-Dubs has it all, Amonkhet to Zendikar and ways to sleeve, shuffle, and spell sling. Now let's get back to the episode. So thank you, J-Dubs, for supporting us. Now, with all that podcast business out of the way, let's move to this episode's breakdown, where I tell you how this episode is going to be structured. Just got to say here, Danny will probably be proud, because I think that was like under two minutes. We'll keep it going. But he'll he'll comment on the <laughs> fact that it took you forever to start. Yeah. We've you're not, you're not going to win forever. with him. Yeah. You're not going to win. We're not going to win. So, win. breakdown. We're going to go over to the Boggle Desk with Big G, who has a Salt and Sugar report, and going to be talking about some upcoming events and a uh, modern super qualifier. From there, we got some news about an alchemy rebalance. Disney Lorcana, because maybe we'll become that kind of a podcast next. Oh, boy. Some new magic cards coming out. Some new magic cards coming out. A survey. Some new magic cards coming out. Oh, more cards, yeah. Yeah, a lot all of cards. cards. A lot of cards. No and from my understanding, I think they all come from uh, this place called Perexia. Oh, Phyrexia? Is that how you pronounce it? Phyrexia. Perexia. <laughs> <laughs> what, Paraguay? Are we going to Paraguay to get these? Uh, after that, we're going to go to the Contra Currency section where we talk about that magic finance. And then from there, we're going to end the podcast. You all can go home, be done with us for a week. Then, those watching the live stream, you can stick tuned to a ThoughtCast that we got. Yeah. A couple of them. No, it's uh, all it's based just, on the same one. It's the same one. It's just yeah, some yeah. bad stuff. Yeah. That was going to be interesting. Yeah. So, let's let's jump into this. Big G, you want to take us away? I mean, I suppose we can. All right. So, Sugar, it's kind of a two-part Sugar. I mostly got my Pioneer deck finally done, so I've got some spirits running around the basement. Um, got to play hey. that said deck against Casey this weekend, which it performed pretty well. And then mono blue bands, bands, Azores. Okay, Coco. got to go so with the, the Coco's in there. Yep. Does that include the Kaya's recon, reconfig, er, reconstruction? No, actually, it doesn't. Just the Coco's. Kales. Just the Coco's. Um, Is it? How do you say her name? Is it Kales? Kayla. Kayla. Kayla's? Yeah, yep. Kayla. Kayla Bing Krug. Okay. At least that's how I heard it on the. Um, Oh, the 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 Brothers War unofficial podcast by, oh, I talked about him a lot when I was listening to it. Fuck, I can't remember his name. I'll link it below, but yeah, it's good. It's good we'll shit. come back to that. But yeah, so that was fun. Uh, the other half of the Sugar Report figured, uh, figured I should probably work on one of my commander decks and get it done. So I got that done this weekend. Test it out a little bit and then I'll throw it up on Moxfield for everybody. And then the salt in my game against Casey. Oh, boy, those dragons go burr. The first couple of games burr. I had and went really well, and then the dragons decided to come out of the woodworks and show me what's what. Was it the just the black-red build with, uh, not Derek? Revaz. Yeah. Revaz, yep. the shaman dude. Yep. yep. It worked really well. Yeah, so it was. I watched a lot of it. It was pretty the, good. The fun part was he sat there and he was like, yeah, it does okay against spirits, but those Celestian angels get them all the fucking time, and I'm just like, well, we'll see how Spirits does. Uh, my next <laughs> one's going to be the Celestine Angels deck. So, uh, But yeah, so overall, fun weekend. Did a lot of stuff. You know, Went sledding with the kids and all that. So didn't have much time for magic. 
But this weekend, some people did have some time for Magic while they were playing in this modern super qualifier Ooh. on the 21st. So uh, we've just been touching base with Modern because now that we've got the episode out with Jay, we'll start doing some reviews of Pioneer. But I figured give some folks a little bit more time to make sure they're listening to that bonus episode with Jay from MTG Drip talking about some Modern or Pioneer in that episode. So we're going to talk about Modern here in this episode. Just do the standard breakdown, talk about what the meta breakdown was again not much has changed in modern. No BNRs have happened recently that affected the game too much. So we're just going to see how everything's going. So the meta breakdown 25% of the meta at this super qualifier were Merktide Regent decks. So that's eight decks total. And then 12.5%, so four decks total, were either a four or five color Omnath deck. And then the next two spots, as far as the meta game breakdown, We've got Indomitable Creativity decks and Azorius Control decks, both sitting at 9.38%, so three decks apiece fitting that archetype. And then top four decks, we've got a Living End deck coming in first, a four-color Omnath deck coming in second, Indomitable Creativity coming in third, and a Grixis deck coming in fourth which it's mostly Grixis because it's mostly popping up as Grixis because one piece in the sideboard. So really it's a Rakdos mid-range deck. So there you go. But the most played cards, number one spot, expressive iteration with 60 copies covering 47% of the decks, counterspell, 54 copies with 44% of the decks, lightning bolt, 54 copies, but 50% of the decks, and Regavon, that funky monkey, coming in with 48 copies and 38% of the decks. Now, Matt, what do you think the number four creature is going to be without looking at the screen? Okay, so that's the most played card. It's number four creature? Number four creature. What do you think it'll be? Okay, so, Hint, I didn't say it. Okay, so first off, it's going to be Regavan is number one. Yep. Number two, Dragon Rage Channeler. Correct. Forty shit. Forty copies, 34% of the decks. <laughs> I I am uh, astounded by that. I'm going to take a get. It's going to be Fury or Grief, number three. Wrong. Ledger Shredder. Ledger Shredder is number three. I was going to say that was the number five. 30 or 37 copies, 34% okay, so of the decks. And number four. Number four. Ooh, can he get it? Uh, and say it. Is it Fury then or Grief? I feel like one of those two have to be up there. It okay. is a... Similar thing. Oh, it is, Solitude? Yeah, it's Solitude. Okay. 24 copies, 19% of the decks. Now... Not too bad for just we fucking are, we, blind We know what number one, number two, and number three are for the top spells. So Expressive Iteration, Counterspell, and Lightning Bolt with the same stats as before. If not mistaken, I think Lightning Bolt went down two pegs. Last week, it was number one, and Counterspell showed up here. What is number four? The missing piece in our top fours that I always go over. And by always, I mean I only cover the top four. I just feel like Unholy Heat is the one I got to say, but I don't think that's right. Nope. No, Unholy it's, Heat it's is number six. Yeah, it's it's on number list. six. I don't know. I feel like... Number five is Consider. I feel like uh, Fable of the Mirror Breaker is... Wrong. Can I give you a hint? Nishra's Bobble, dude. Oh, it was the Bobble. Yep. It's always the Bobble. It's always the Bobble. What goes good with Darcy? Ledger. Darcy. It always is in there. So... As you can guys can tell, um, some of the other notable metagame stuff, we've got Burn in there, Merfolk actually getting up there. It's only one one deck. 
a Death Shadows deck. We've even got a Twiddle Storm in there somewhere. Amulet Titan, we've got some Mill. Obviously, that person doesn't know what's going on in the world, and they should stick away from it. But Hold then there's now. a grinding station. Fucking and, Mill is still and super And would you look at good. that? We're going to talk about some upcoming events now and completely <laughs> skip over anything Matt has to say about Mill being a valid format and our play type. Can we talk about nope. in, Infect? I got some nope. ideas for Infect. Nope. We'll, talk, we'll talk about Infect in our <laughs> Thoughtcast. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Because it's me against is, the two of you numbskulls. Is that... Is that called it a tease not, in, in the it industry? It is not. It, one I, against two. I even tickle you with a tease, I so to say. tickle with a tease. Yeah, buddy. All right. <laughs> yeah, Casey, the dragons go burr. They go burr. <laughs> but for people, too, though, make sure they check out these Omnath decks. They are very interesting builds coming out. They haven't changed too much. Uh, if you look at the number, the second place one, that one's very interesting because oh, it's they're not bring- what you think it is. Yeah, they're, they're just bringing some of the old tech back. Yeah, it's been a while since we saw Bring to Light. Yeah. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, Frank Karsten... I'm not even talking about Bring to Light. The Bring to Light aspect I'm looking it? at the fact that it ha- it's running Scape Shift. It is combining the it's power... single copy of I know, shape. but I mean, Scape look Shift. at the land totals. For like 28 lands? Just look at the lands. Yeah. Sages, next page, cool. next side there. Okay, windswept Valakuts. Four Valakuts. Yeah, that's what you expect when you're yep. doing scape shifts. And then I know, but I'm saying though, that's not something you normally see with Omnath. That's a thing you see in Amulet Titan. So I'm saying like they're really breaking into a cooler type of build with Omnath. That's not just elementals. All right. But anyways, we're gonna move on from that. Upcoming events, we've got two SCG cons to talk about. So first one we got chronologically coming up is February 3rd through the 5th is SCG Con Indianapolis. We'll give the link below for all that information. We have talked about it in the past couple of episodes, so there's that for you. But then as a reminder, we've got the uh, February 17th through the 19th SCG Con in Philly. So two SCG Cons for you, one in the Midwest and then one over on the East Coast. We will give time... Philly's got an SCG. That's a Magic Con. Why the heck did that get deleted? Uh, sorry, Magic Con. There we go. You got two cons coming up. Yeah, one right. SEG, yeah. one Magic. There we go. Anyway, yeah. that's uh, And we've talked about that one. Again, if you're looking to go to um, Minneapolis Magic Con uh, and trying to get pricing figured out and trying to save up some money for that, uh, check out the prices for Philadelphia and kind of give you an idea. So, And then be expecting this week in MTG. Yeah, that too. Moving on to the news. Yeah, the the news. news. So, to preface this, Danny, last minute, kind of said that he wasn't going to be here. It wasn't last minute. He did say last week he wouldn't be here. I I fucking forgot. So, here I am, typing stuff up with him in mind. So, I'm going to be reading it verbatim. So, In the spirit of Danny. In the spirit of Danny. (laughs) I want to start the news section off by first saying, damn it, Matt, fuck you. Why are you making me do this alchemy news? You know I hate this format, and yet you give me this bit. It's bullshit, but I'll do it anyways because I'll cut to the chase. On the MTG Arena support page, Watsi states that they have made a rebalance to arena-only cards. Goblin Trap Finder. Its ability when it dies was able to seek a creature with mana value 3 or less, and that card would get would cost 2 generic less to cast. That apparently was enabling combo decks to the same level of challenge to overcome uh, the same enabling combo decks to the same level of the challenge to overcome grinning ignis decks in alchemy was that was a messed up sentence i don't even know how i vetted that one well you made it keep going (laughs) 
Get going. <laughs> so now, Goblin Trap Finder only reduces the cost by one generic. But that was the only negative rebalance. There are a few rebalance buffs to support two archetypes in alchemy. I won't be going over every card in this bit because there are a lot of cards and I'm trying to be efficient, but we will have the full article linked down below if you're interested to read them all. First up in the buffs are a lot of different spirits getting buffed by either reducing the cost of the card or increasing its power and toughness, or a few where their text boxes got some buffs, like where a creature now gets neg three neg o instead of neg one neg o. Next up in this is Samurai Archetype, with cards receiving the same treatments as the spirits with cost reduction, power, toughness increase, or a slight text box change. Now with that goofy news out of the way, Garrett, what do you got for us on Disney Lorcana? Thanks, Not Danny, for that great segue. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> or, or do I thank Matt for that lame segue? Anyway. Both. <laughs> Disney Loracana, the next up-and-coming TCG competitor to Magic the Gathering, released some of the details of their first set, titled Disney Loracana, the first chapter. This set is scheduled to release August 18th at LGS's first, and then big box stores like Walmart, Target, all that jazz, on September 1st. So I'll pause in the actual script. Cool. They're giving some preference to LGS. LGSs, which is awesome. So there we go. It feels like the right choice for them to be making there. It does. But leading up to this release, there will be a first glimpse, a preview, if you will, event at Gen Con happening August 4th. A pre-release, if you will. Oh. But yeah, we don't, don't, don't. Don't put words in their mouth. They didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have to wait until then because or until then, to know a bit more about what kind of products there will be. In an IGN interview, Laura Kana co-creator Ryan Miller talked about some of the products and more. Disney Laura Kana, the first chapter, will be a set with over 200 cards. You can get these cards through starter decks, which there will be three at launch. The Illumineers trove which essentially is like the mtg bundle box or fat pack for us old folks a gift set featuring hades and milan with oversized cards and boosters then there will be playmats decks boxes binders and sleeves dropping the first chapter cards will be available in english french german languages only at this time disney will be launching an organized play system to be implemented at lgs's the article doesn't go into any other details on what their OP will look like or work. So, this is where I shall quick say, stick tuned to This Week in MTG, because apparently we're becoming This Week in MTG and Disney Loracon. Or Loracana, there we go. Uh, so we will find out some of the information as we get it for Disney Loracana, the first chapter. Hey, Anthony. Yeah. You want to tell us about some of those cute Disney-like MTG cards that will be showing up in the secondary market for Noah to drool over? Oh, I do. <laughs> Thank you, Garrett, for a wonderful segue. Or fuck you, Matt, for trying to make a segue thing in each article. Do better. Whatever. If you celebrated the Lunar New Year this weekend, this last weekend, I hope that it went well for you. The annual year-long MTG event that is happening alongside the lunar year is the APAC League. 
This event and the promos that yield from it are Asian Pacific only, which is kind of sad because I really like those cards all the time. They did, yeah, last year was the Tiger one for those that yeah. need a reminder. Yeah. And those Tiger ones were really good. I really like the Year of the Ox ones. Those are really good too. Yeah. Anyways, we're moving on. Uh, the, the event that a person can obtain these cards are the cards that are going to be sealed, booster draft, or standard events at WPN stores and in the APAC region done in seasons with different cards as rewards in each season. Hmm, cool. The first season is going to be February 10th through March 19th, and the cards for this season are going to be Rabbit Battery and a Food Token. Season 2 will happen between April 21st and May 28th, and the cards for this one will be Quain Itinerant Meddler. Itinerant? Is that how you say it? In it. In Itinerant Meddler? Yeah, the, the blue white bunny guy. Yeah. Let's just go with that. And also Swiftfoot Boots. And then Season 3 will be between September 8th through October 30th. And the only card for this one is Ethereal Armor. Ooh, that's a cool one. Uh, the championship season will be going on between the 17th of November to December 10th. And the single card for this will be Arcbound Ravenger or Arc Bunny Ravenger. I look at this and can't help but think of uh, Monty Python, Quest for the Holy Grail. <laughs> oh, that's good, yeah. <laughs> That's an uh, aggressive-looking bunny there. That is an aggressive-looking bunny. He's angry. That's, that's it? <laughs> it's just a bunny. I know, right? It's the devil. It's the devil. Uh, the cards will come in either English, Japanese, or Chinese. Simplified. In accordance with the lunar calendar, this is the year of the rabbit, so all the promo cards are going to be depicting rabbits in the art. So if you are part of the APAC and are interested in participating, I would suggest you... Uh, suggest for you to contact your nearest LGS and hop over to play these events. Let us know if you do. We really want to know. Have you guys seen these cards? I did, and honestly, the ones that intrigue me the most are probably the Swiftfoot and the Ravengers. Just because I I play Swiftfoot in a lot of Commander decks, and then the Ravengers, I have a, a Hardened Skills deck. Yeah, I just I mainly just saw the Arc, uh, Arcbone Ravenger and the Queen one. The ethereal armor actually looks pretty cool. I like the ethereal armor. I kind of one thing I have a problem with though is that middle character doesn't look like a rabbit to me. It looks more like a sheep, <laughs> with the way the ears are hanging down and the and the pink hair the way it is. I'm are like, you being bunniest and saying that the ears all have to go up? <laughs> yeah, they do. Mm. If no, you want to wow. get a hair no, in life, wow. you got to figure this out. No floopy air. No no floopy eared. No bunnies floopy in. floppy bunnies around here. Yeah, Anthony okay. just needs those erect ears. Listen. <laughs> Let's just be real honest here. They're picking rabbits and not picking hares. Are well, they splitting the, hares? It's the year of the rabbit, if not I, the year of the hare. If I <laughs> if I had that soundboard set up, that would be that. Wah, 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 wah. Contact Rogan if you need hair products. <laughs> they <laughs> sell sp- rabbits. Not sponsored. <laughs> not sponsored, but they might sell rabbits. No, I think they're pretty cool overall. I like the food token one too. It, it gives me some Allison. I don't know. For me, it gave me some like <clears throat> Allison Wonderland vibes. Just I mean, I just bunnies want over to, a table. I just, well, it does. I do see that, but I really just want to go eat their food because it looks good. It does look really good. But uh, I do like the the uh, battery rabbit. It's rabbit battery. It's called the Energizer Bunny. Let's get it all right here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Either. <laughs> okay. Well, Matt, I just talked about some cool new cards entering the market. Do you have any new cards entering the market? As a matter of fact, Anthony, I do. <laughs> 
the cards wah, I'm wah, going wah, wah. <laughs> the cards I'm going to be talking about are the new cards getting added to the list. As a reminder for the, <laughs> I can't help but not do it now. I Fucking know. Mark Turian when it first got introduced, the way that he just said the list and the every- list. I would actually went back and watched that video, <laughs> and I started laughing so hard. I was like, "Oh, that makes sense now." Yeah, it's also irritating me. Yeah. So if you want to know where that came from, uh, thank Mark Turian and the. It was it was Zendikar Rising. That was the first time the list was. So watch watch that set reveal or uh, pre-beat thing with Jimmy Wong and stuff that they did for that. So that's how the list came around. So the, the list, list is <laughs> is a card slot found in set booster packs 25% of the time that contain an array of cards that thematically fit the current set. The list for one will contain 187 cards of which 60 cards are newly added to the list. Can't help it now. God damn it. I'm going to throw this can at you when I'm done drinking. <laughs> Eight of the new cards are going to be from the universes within cards of the Street Fighter Secret Lair drop, mm. but they're names with new names and arts. There are still the Street Fighter cards, but done in the style of MTG and will show up one out of six times in that 25% pull rate. Now, for some of the notable recards getting added to the list, those are Blightsteel Colossus, yeah. Fist of Suns, Game Plan. Cauldra Complete, Mana Geyser, Mycosynth Lattice, Frexian Altar, Frexian Trinform, Triniform, Rout, Sabertooth Cobra. I was excited about this because I want this card. Sabertooth Cobra? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sabertooth Cobra gives um, at your upkeep, your if a poison, if a, it dealt combat damage to an opponent, on their next upkeep, they have to pay two mana or they get another poison counter. Why do I remember this card? It came out in Mirage. Oh, old, that's, yeah, old one. Old ass card. Also, too, remember that route is the Elish Norn designed art piece, too. Yes. Which is beautiful. It is. Anyways, moving Thematically. on. Thematically. Uh, Sword of Feast and Famine, Sword of War and Peace, Gitaxian Probe, Kaya, Orsav Usurper, Fencer, Shaper Savant, and Zantra Sleeper Agent. For a full list of all the cards, we'll be linking them down below. I read the first Danny one, so who's saying okay. the second Danny one? All right, something that we can't link below because it's a unique link that is going to be in the next bit of news. Watsi has contracted a third-party surveying service to conduct surveys about their players via email. This one seems a little bit different because the estimated time to complete, yes, the Frexian version of complete is how the spelling is. That's how I wrote it. That's not how it's spelled in there at all. They're oh, pro- I'm just let, I'm just let, I'm just letting people know how your notes are written. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> That's the way everybody should spell complete from now on. Uh, this one is 20 minutes, and on top of that, they begin oh, the survey oh. by asking if you agree to keep all information about the survey, including the products or concepts that will be asked about, to not disclose this information to anyone else or copy, print, or download the survey. Which seems like a wild request for a survey, but make sure to go check your spam folders and take the survey if you want to. From my understanding of some people online, it has questions that involve like your household as well, from what I've seen online. So, hmm. yeah. Interesting. Do, do do with that as you will. All I know is the last couple of surveys I've ever gotten for magic stuff has never dealt with anything really specific for me. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, typically the or magic... My- the magic based ones are always just like the last set. What did you buy and stuff? Yeah. Like like this one is it's a third you know, party. You know what I really survey. enjoy actually with those surveys is when they do those and send them to you, and then they're like, "Don't disclose anything about the products. We'll talk about this," and they don't talk about any products. And I'm like, 
why would you put this in here? Like, are you just blanketing things because you're lazy on doing your survey writing? They want to they wanna keep you tantalized all the way to the end to see if there's going to be a mention of pr- up, upcoming products till the end. Well, they better do one next time for me. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm going to stop talking about these. Maybe, maybe they're doing it in this one. We just don't know. We just don't know. But survey says magic folks are liking the new commander decks for Phyrexia. All will be one. Uh, yeah, that is very true. And there's also commotion. All right. Last week, the Command Zone podcast and MTG Mudsta both revealed each deck in its entirety, starting off with Corrupting Influence. That is the Obzon deck helmed by Ixel, Scion of Atraxa. It is a one white, black, and green for a 2-5 Phyrexian Angel with Flying, Vigilance, and Toxic 2 and reads for its corrupted ability. At the beginning of your end step, each opponent who has three or more poison counters exiles the top card of their library face down. You may look at those, you may look at and play those cards for as long as they remain exiled, and you may spend mana as though it were mana of any color to cast those spells. The main goal of this deck is to poison your opponent enough to keep him corrupted, to activate your ability, then profit on those corrupted card values, and finally kill your opponent with poison counters. Hail Phyrexia. Hail Phyrexia. Or, I mean, you could just do regular damage, too. I mean, it's always an option. Yeah, I do like that about Toxic. I was, I'll, we'll talk about that, too. We'll save that for the podcast or the end. Uh, the next deck, which also, this next deck is really cool, too. The Rebellion Rising Boros deck with Nayeli Sun's Vanguard as the face of the deck. Nayeli is a two white and red, three, three human rebel. Rebel coming back, which is really important, too. With attacking tokens, you control have double strike. And whenever one or more tokens you control attack a player, exile the top card of your library. I see a lot of theme with this exile the top card of library stuff coming back too. Yeah. Uh, during any of any turn, you attack with a token. You may play that card. This deck is all about going wide with tokens, making as many as you can so you can reap the reward of those tokens having double strike. For Mirrodin! And that is the super rough outline of those decks. If you want the full deck list... They'll be in the description in this episode show notes. Any thoughts on the decks before we move on? I'm hyped for them. I'm a l- so- All right, Matt, we'll hold off on you. Garrett, do you have any thoughts on it? Because we know Matt does. I think they're going to be good decks. Um, honestly, the ones that have been coming out with the commander decks that have been coming out with the sets when it's just two of them. Mm-hmm. Generally, it's one is significantly better than the other in a lot of people's minds, but it seems like both of these are going to be really good. So yeah, they've got some good cards in them. And I kind of feel like they've learned from their mistakes in the past with just the two E's like last fall when we had the spirits and zombies like clear. Well, I shouldn't use that one. That wasn't really a good example because both of those had pretty good strong sets, but like you had the, the ones that crimson vow, which was the, or no, was crimson vow, the spirits and the vampires. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause then, the other one was zombies and the humans one, which yeah, those ones weren't very good. No, they were kind of lackluster. But yeah, I think I think that kind of changed, especially with the Brothers War ones, are really good. These ones are really good. The Dominaria ones, that was Painbow, right? And Dahada, yep, yeah, yep. Those were good too. But yeah, I think I agree with you. I like I like the build around of two decks only. I think this might be the better trend to go with forward too. For every set is like, it's also not like, um, for a lot of us, like I know you guys too play commander as much as I do. So in the sense of like, we love commander, but the whole idea is like, do you want to be buying these decks all the time? I mean, cause me personally, I like buying all the commander decks if I can, if they're all really cool. Yeah. But like, sometimes I've skipped some, like I, I skipped the AFR ones. 
uh, for me, you just, it just got to like hit the hit hit the resonant chord where it's like, ah, yes, I want to play this, and that Excel deck. Honestly, with like the recent Commander decks and everything, I've just been buying the sealed product, and they're like some of these I'll probably do like budget upgrades to kind of fill out my thirty-two. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, it's it's one of those things where like we've seen in the past with like looking at the Ikoria commander decks that yes. came out where jesus christ each one of those the free commander cards in there uh so the black one's starting to creep up in price a little bit i mean it's a free doom yep. isn't it the the green one is probably the green and the white are probably the least we're expensive getting a, ones we're getting a reprint of the white one in the mirrored yep. deck so oh cool that one will probably still remain a little cheap yeah um but the green one is it's a fog which i mean hell i like fog it's okay hey. Fogs are always a good choice. But yeah, the, Agreed. the blue and the red, so you know, free counter spell or change the target yep. spell are always going to be good ones. So old redirect. That's that. I mean, it is what it is, and it's all that kind of stuff. But sometimes like all like with the Phyrexian ones, I like just based off the names and like they spoiled the the cards that would be the face cards. I was like, Yeah, I'll get one to open and one to keep shut. Because like the Boros, the Rebellion one, I'll probably that'll be my Boros deck probably. So, yeah, yeah. that one looks really cool. I it think does. I think I think you're not wrong in the idea of that. Like the Phyrexian one should definitely be one to get two of, in a sense of like just holding on to it because it's going to be that one to me. Like because especially with like Toxic, simple simply put on Toxic, the idea that Toxic is a really well designed mechanic. I think it because Toxic it does well because it balances poison and infect i think i that part too but there's also the other part that i was talking like my wife about this last night and yes i talk a lot of magic stuff to my wife if you don't know this and ready i think we all do Re- ready for this a live reenactment of any of our wives <laughs> with any of our wives any listening of to us and participating uh-huh. Uh-huh. oh yeah that's interesting in, uh-huh. in uh-huh. magic conversation really are we ready here Is we go right? anthony why don't you give us a little bit on your thoughts on toxic <laughs> My thoughts on toxic. No, are you going to cut me off when I'm trying to talk about no, something? No, I'm not going to do that. I don't trust him. Point is, with toxic, <laughs> is the okay. The simple fact about toxic is the fact for me. What I said about it, which was really important, wow, is how was, yeah, okay. The fact that <laughs> that's really great. That's not what she sounds like, you jerk. She Sorry, actually talks it, to me. It's a live reenactment, but in my voice. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> No, the big thing about Toxic, I was going to say that I really enjoy about it is that for me, one time when I played my Infect deck, I don't remember. Were you what are it? you infected with? <sighs> Lots of poison. Lots of poison. I've been telling you to go to the doctor for months now, Anthony. I'm fine. <laughs> it's just a little growth. It's not going to kill anybody. Wait, what don't were you talking them. about? I don't know. Oh, maybe this is more a reenactment of mine and Matt's wife's. <laughs> maybe more, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like your wife, really. Point is, we played with our one buddy, Zach, that has his uh-huh. Enchantress Shroud deck. Yep. And how it completely, I got completely shut out by a Solimity. Like, my creatures couldn't do damage, all that stuff. So the thing with Toxic that I enjoy is that Toxic mm-hmm. doesn't have the creature deal in minus one, minus one calories like Wither and Infect creatures do. So your creatures aren't useless in that situation and that's okay because it also pulls back from the concept of having to use poison counters to win 
That's nobody. Really, that's really, you know what? Really We're just going to move to the conjured currency because everyone's just being a jerk <laughs> to me. <laughs> oh, no. I forgot to type this one up. Um, last week on Weekly MTG. Yep. Yeah, Weekly MTG. Uh, we got some teasers, some previews of the winter 2023 super drop. I thought I was crazy there for a hot second because I looked up on like their actual page, uh, the, the Wizards' home mothership. Nothing on there that I saw. SEG didn't have anything on this either. And nothing on the Secret Layers page. So I had to go to their Twitter. It's like, I'm not crazy. I swear they showed off some fucking Secret Layers, and they did. So we got only a few previews right now. More information is going to be coming later because pre-orders start January 30th. So next Monday. Yep. 27. Yep. A week away, baby. Yeah, one week is when pre-orders start. So we're going to be getting more secure layer information dropping. But one of the first sets, one of the first drops are going to be a text for Phyrexia. Oh, Phyrexian 101. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that one. You got Blighted Agents, Kirk, Sung of Yagmoth, Glistener Elf, Batterskull, and Inkmoth Nexus, all done in Phyrexian text. I'm going to buy four of those. Yeah. I want, for, for, I want the Phyrexian writing so bad. For, for the Infect players out there, they're going to be buying that. Uh, next up is also uh, you can't have a complete selection of cards that have Embrace Unity. You got these complete foils of some more Infect creatures of Phyrexian Crusader, Phyrexian Unlife, uh, Glissa the Traitor, uh, Urtai the Corrupted, and Plague Engineer, all done with the Frexian uh, uh, corrupted, or what's the name of the foiling process where it has the Frexian symbols behind them? Um, or are these the completed foils? Because it's, it's not the oil slick. Oil slick is a different one. Yeah, oil slick is, is the not, this is oil, oil slick is the raised one that's going to be in those bundles. Yeah. So I think this is the completed. foils. I think foils. this is the completed foils. So has them in there. It's like the ink. Maybe this is the oil slicked. No, this no, is not, not oil slicked. Okay. No, no, oil slicked is going to be darker. I've been and, looking and at some the, of those on the market. And it's those raised ones. It's then. kind of the raised ones. So it's, okay. it's one of the many, many stylings of art that you can get Elish Norn in. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And. Oh, there's some Transformer stuff there. Was that's, it, that's wild. Bad. That was all they spoiled yeah. so far. No, just, they, wasn't there also I, I, a No, it was just thing? the two. I thought there was a third one. No, it was just the two that they released because we okay. talked about it on the Discord and Christian was like, oh, Gary, you're going you're gonna to try to get some? And I was like, no, none of these look appealing to me right yeah, now. Yeah, but there's going to be like 10 more, 12 more that come out before then. And Probably. One of them, one I mean, of them might tickle your fancy. The I will say this. The one card in the, the completed bundle that's interesting me is the Phyrexian Unlife and that's yeah. I used to run a Phyrexian Unlife deck <laughs> with with Mirian or Malira Malira and Silvac Outcast baby it was I enjoyed it so I mean maybe trying to bling out that deck a little bit would be kind of fun but at the same time too it's I think I've been so focused on doing like budget builds of things that I have not been Oh, trying to get any secret layers you've been you've been doing a lot of the working on your 32 challenge yeah. right now so you kind of got over halfway through now so got to focus a little bit on that budget build there for for that because boy howdy oh god it's ridiculous i'm just glad that i have like the resources of land and excess lands right now because like for the urza mishra decks i'm doing i'm doing the brothers war lands too okay. so i'm trying to like theme my basic lands out of the decks too so, so you got all the full arts. Yep. So, oh, okay. Of each side. 
That's actually pretty cool. So mainly because uh, if you guys have been listening to the podcast at all, I am a full-land art junkie because I've got a good three-row box with all the lands in it. Let's just tell the truth of it all, okay? Zendikar is the reason why you are the way you are. Yeah, pretty much. Anyway. The boy loves land art, okay? Boy loves allies. Fuck, he loves allies. And they're never going to come back. Yes, sir. Yes, they are. They are. No. Rosewater has announced it. That they will be... They will come back in some way or another. And if I'm not mistaken, I think he said that he was a little sad that they only did... um, Tazri. Yeah. Tazri in the last one. And yeah, it's not the last even, one. It's, not even, it's, it's not more even. built on the party mechanic yeah. than the allies. Well, they built it for both sides, but you're right. I mean, that was, once again, this is where my argument with Danny was right, and the whole thing of, like, the failure of not putting the party mechanic in AFR. Yeah. What the they fuck? Really, they really dropped the ball on that one. <sighs> but yeah, it is what it is. And, and you're right. There will probably be ones that will probably interest me where I'll look at one of you guys and go, hey, you getting the super drop? Okay, cool. I want this one out. Or here's here's a little bit of cash. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. yeah. No, I hope when they do bring Alex back, though, too. I mean, I really – actually, to tell you the truth, I'd like to see him kind of pivot a little bit off of the uh, the rally mechanic. See, here's the thing. I actually like the – there are parts of the rally mechanic I like <clears throat> because, like, just thinking about my my commander ally deck, the rally mechanic is nice because I have utility creatures in there like Seaborn Muse and a few yeah. other things that, okay, cool, I can protect my stuff with rally because it says all creatures. Yep. An ally has to come in, but it's all creatures get the buff. No, I know. I mean, I'm, I'm saying like I hope they have a good... I hope it's a pivot from the rally like design if they're going to make a new mechanic for allies in some way. Yeah, I don't know how you would do it. I mean, I think it would be kind of cool. And my first thought would be like, you know, because everything's so bi- uh, based on creature. What if you did something with ally basis where it's about playing certain spells in a sense, you know, or like you cast non-creature spells, you get this this ability off of it. If you cast a creature spell, you get this instead. I don't know. I don't think that because <clears throat> allies are essentially sliver light. Oh, they're they're definitely they're, they're diet sliver. <laughs> I don't. I, don't, I never thought of it like that. I like they that. really are because you yeah. think about it like it's true. They operate in some of the same way. Actually, or, no. I I would change it. They're not diet sliver. I would consider them like the Coke Zero of slivers because no, they're diet sliver because they need allies to trigger and they need allies to bump allies up. Whereas it's just ETBs for allies. Where slivers are, it's on the field that gets the stuff. For the old ones, the newer slivers are just your side, though. So is that the Coke Zero of slivers? That's the Coke Zero of so slivers. It's, that's Coke Zero. We're trying to bring back Coke with Hold a on. different take. Don't, don't be shitting on Coke Zero. Coke Zero is fabulous. I'm not shitting on Coke Zero. So I'm not going to drink Coke. it because I drink original Coke. Original Coke is good, too. Don't get me wrong. I like them all. I'm a big Coke kind of sewer. I'm just original Coke. But that's for a different story, too. That is another story. So you're telling me that's a thought cast one time? Maybe we'll have a the we'll Matt and Anthony thought cast about Coke, Coke which will be five cast. minutes. So, oh, anyways, conjured currency. currency. Let's on. get there. What? One more thing. Phyrexia All Obi One is uh, coming out. They got all the cards starting to get previewed as well, yes. and so uh, we'll talk more about that when the full set gets released. And full set drops February tenth. Pre-release is February fourth. Coming up soon. No, doesn't the full set drop this weekend? Because the pre-release. Yeah, full, yeah is, uh, ten is the te- full set release. Fourth is the pre-release. Fourth? Third, fourth is pre-release weekend. The week after is the tenth, which will be set release. Yes. All right. So here I'll say it now. Pick 
five cards to talk about from the full set. We'll only talk about three of them. You pick five in case somebody else picks one of yours. I'm going to pick ten just in case. You're picking five. <laughs> I'm going to pick ten for backup five. choices. I'm going to write down five. I'm going to write down ten. And then I will just pick the ten, the five, the three I'm going to pick to talk about. Maybe for Anthony's sake, we'll just do. Maybe we'll Anthony bring back only a, gets a to bonus. talk. <laughs> Anthony only gets to talk about one because he'll inevitably talk about three. It's true, man. I tell Whereas you if about, we give I him three, this, he'll somehow like, he'll somehow try to weasel into talking about all just ten like that are on his list. Stuff. Here, here, you want to help me with this reenactments of what Anthony would do? <laughs> oh for, yeah, sure, okay. sure, sure. Hell yeah. Okay. Are you gonna be Anthony? I'll be Anthony. Okay, okay. okay. Okay, guys, so I got this one card that I want to talk about here in Frexia OLB1. It's going to be really cool, and it's actually going to be all the cards with oil counters on them, and I want to go over each and every one in detail and talk about why these oil counters are actually going to be changing the game in a matter that nobody else is thinking about. Why did I hear Anthony, but Matt's mouth was moving? I mean, because I completed him, okay? (laughs) Don't worry about it. So let's get the kind of currency, because I want to talk about some cards. Well, Matt, you ready to play the game? Yeah, I'm ready to play the game. Uh, I don't think we said it at the beginning, but I did not read this week's uh, <clears throat> Conjure Currency. So. so Conjure Currency comes from a wonderful website called MTG Stocks, where they have a weekly winner's article that comes out every Friday. And we record on Monday, so if there are any price discrepancies, we will talk about them there. But in addition, before we actually get into the game, they've been coming out with some more articles lately. Fuck yeah, they have. Which are amazing um, they at the end of 2022, they talked about like some okay, where are they now? Those articles. ones I liked. Those were really fun because they talked about previous weekly winners and how oh, they've changed. Breaker by <laughs> <laughs> flushing toilet noise. For for those of you who don't remember, <laughs> Matt had the biggest hard on for Hallbreaker Horror. Hard on is is like an understatement. Yeah. You're right. Like my my dick was just as strong as his claw was for crushing hulls. And guess guess how and that's worked out for him. It got flat hard. He needs, <laughs> he needs a little blue pip or pill <laughs> to get it up anymore. And Matt's been sitting. Matt's been sitting on fifty copies sitting back here. I'm gonna sell them all when they get so expensive. Now he's holding on to 50 Holebreaker Horrors he and he's trying to build a bunch of decks around him. Right? The only thing that's holding back Holebreaker Horror is uh, Wil- Wilderness Reclamation being banned sure. in Pioneer. Sure, sure. Imagine what, if it wasn't. Whatever you say, Matt. Whatever you say. Wow. All right, the first card we're going to be There's sitting here talking here, about. We've got Mer Turbine coming out. It is a five colorless artifact. Tap, put a one one colorless mer artifact creature token onto the battlefield. But it has a second ability. Tap and tap five untapped mers you control. Search your library for a mer creature. Put it onto the battlefield. As of Friday, it was sitting at thirty dollars and going up by eight hundred and thirty two percent. It says twenty three. 23. You're right. Thank you. Uh, today's average price for that is sitting at $16, which remember, average price is what they're trying to sell for, and market price is what people are actually buying them for, which is sitting at $15.92. Foils, $40.47, and the European average, €2.49. And this came out of Mirrored and Besieged, and then that is it. That is the only set it has come out of. Now, the question of the hour, why, what format, 
has caused this increase? This is a slam dunk answer because um, we got a new uh, tribal lord that got uh, leaked, spoiled. It's officially spoiled now. There's the Mer Lord in Commander that's five colors that has brought up cards like this uh, Mer Battle Sphere and Galvanizer and Propagander. There we go. Yep. Um, yeah. Because they'll they'll worry about Mers and stuff. And if I'm not mistaken, that Mer Lord. Put shit into battlefield for free for Wooberg mana or whatever. If it's a Mur, correct Amundo. First thing that popped in my mind was making your deck a uh, conspiracy deck or a uh, Maskwood Nexus deck. It's like now everything's a Mur. I mean, travel why yep. not? Yeah. So, so you are oh, cor- so commander. You are correct. Commander is the reason. Um, some other cards that are seeing movement. Um, Mer Matrix out of Dark Steel. It's un- indestructible. All Mers get plus one plus one. Pay five colorless. Get a one one Mer artifact token. I wonder how those like mana Mers are doing right now. Does it say anything about the mana Mers? Like, Doesn't say anything about the mana Mers. Okay, but they're not going to go in price. They're reprinted. Yeah, they're reprinted. If there are specialty bars. versions, those specialty yes. versions will probably go up. Has but, Mayor Superior be, been reprinted a lot? No, no, because nobody plays it. It's like. Fucking it's a it's a it's a two mana seven seven or whatever. It's a two mana just never mind, just continue. I will tell you later what it is. Jesus All right. <laughs> so card number two on the weekly winners, a grinding station, two colorless artifact out of fifth dawn. Sat, tap, sacrifice an artifact. Target player puts the top three cards of his or her library into their graveyard whenever an artifact comes into play. You may untap Grinding Station. And as of Friday, it went up 27%, sitting at $36.94. As of today, the average price, $43.46. Market price, $33.79. Good on you if you got some foils because they're sitting at $130. And the European average, €12.92. Now, Matt, name that format i want to start this off by saying at one point i had six of these cards six grinding stations because i'm like i I bought a i bought an old collection that had a bunch of these and i got rid of them during the first initial hype of this deck that came out which is in modern the underworld breach grinding station deck that has um What's the fucking merfolk with affinity? Emery. Emery. That's Emery. And pseudo. Pseudo affinity and stuff. So it's like, it's in there. You have Underworld Breach, which also has moved up in price. If I'm not mistaken, I think Underworld Breach is almost like 30 bucks as well. That one is another card that I bought like multiple copies of because I'm like, you exile three cards to just cast the thing again? But Grinding Station. 22 bucks. 22 bucks. Okay. But yeah, Grinding Station is moving up because of that Jeskai Breach deck that is picking up in Modern. You've had a lot of prominent uh, Magic Modern players uh, taking this to Nerd Rage Gaming, SEGs, and to uh, online champions or online challenges and stuff as well. So, Do you want to know the average price of your Immersive Pyrgon card is? <laughs> 25 cents. It's a dollar too. Woo! <laughs> Still not expensive. Ben Bateman would be proud. Now, if you had the cool promo one from the new Phyrexia set out of the Scars Mirror and Block, like the Mem Knights that are special promos. Five bucks. 
615 uh-huh. is the average. Ooh. Well, Matt, <clears throat> yes, you are correct with grinding station. Fuck Modern yeah. is the reason. Uh, they do bring up the um, Underworld Breach also spiking right now, too. But lately, the new deck that has been more popular and a player by the name of Aspiring Spike. A little guy. I don't know if you've heard of him yeah, or something. No, no. Yeah, yeah, no. no. Just, a, just a small little guy. Um, <laughs> um, talking about how it has Grinding Station and Semblance Anvil, Murder Retriever in there to uh, when it enters the battle. Uh, no. When it dies, return another target artifact. So you can pretty much just kind of go wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And yep, with uh, with another murder retriever. That's so cool. So there is that for you. Now, the oh, third card on this list is Loran of the Third Path. Two colorless, one white, out of Brothers War Vigilance. When it enters the battlefield, destroy up to one artifact or enchantment, and then you can tap it. You and target opponent each draw a land. On Friday, this draw was, a land. Draw a card that could be a land. That could be a land. That we'll could say. be a land. This sounds <laughs> like some arena bullshit. Yep. <laughs> what alchemy? God damn it! We just hear Danny. Oh shit! Fucking big G, you giving me PTSD again? <laughs> On um, Friday, this went up 27%, putting it at $7.26. And as of today, average price $7.56, market price $6.73. Foils, $7.79. And European average €3.18. So, Matt, name that format. Okay, so this is a Rex Sage that is on steroids. It's really fucking good. It's in white. And it's in white. Weird. I know, like, my fr- my gut reaction wants to say EDH, but I think the actual thing, because I remember this getting talked about maybe a month back now, was the mono white initiative decks in Legacy and how those have been picking up in popularity and in Legacy pre- uh, prevalence. So against my, my gut standing of saying EDH... I am going to say Legacy for that reason, the initiative decks. First off, this card was mentioned a few weeks ago on the cheap pickups identified by the premium stocks feature. Okay. It was. So there's that first bit of tidbit that we'll get into here in a little bit when we get to the cheap pickups. (laughs) Now, are you ready for what? Because it's a short little bit. I will read verbatim what (laughs) the article says. Okay. The card sees play in several formats. In standard, we see it being played in mono-white mid-range. In modern, it's showing up in death in taxes sideboards. No way. No way. But the card is mainly popular due to its seeing play in... EDH. Legacy and Vintage. Oh! That's like you said. Okay. Especially in the sideboard of popular Legacy initiative decks. You fucking got me there. I really thought I was, I was like, building I was up be, the anticipation get it in for you. I yep. should have went with my gut reaction there. But ah! Just staring you in the eye like, <laughs> motherfucker, you had it and then you talked your way out of it. <laughs> I know, it happens to so many people and when that happens, it's just like bad llama. <laughs> bad llama. <laughs> We're about to go over the cliff, aren't we? Yep. <laughs> Point your axe at the bottom? Most yep. definitely. Bring, Bring it on. on. <laughs> Alright, but <laughs> they, with... <laughs> With this, they actually do bring up another card that might be of interest because it's starting to move up is City of Traitors. 
Um, so this card has moved up 14% to $350. Glad um, I got four it's, of those. It's always popular in Legacy, but in initiative decks, you definitely want to play four of them. Since the card is old and on the reserve list, yeah. it is yeah. more easily manipulated, and you can quickly see the changes in prices. If that wasn't going to get mentioned, I was totally going to mention like Cities of Traders is a reserve list card. Yeah, I was about to say, how long has it been since we actually talked about a reserve list card on this list? Because at the beginning of the year of 2022, it was like every single week we talked about at least one reserve list card on the conjured currency for a good three, four months. So honestly, it's probably been about that eh, six months, six months. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like the last time of like what. Because honestly, we've been talking a lot more about cards that are getting popular in Commander based off of newer sets, which has been nice. So yeah, yeah. highlight some new cards and yeah. kind of like it, it. It defines what people are looking at, brewing around, or talking about. That's kind of in the the right. magic zeitgeist. Yep. And also, too, if you don't want say traders, there's also Ancient Tomb, which is an option to get, which is way still expensive. Yeah, it's still expensive. Way cheaper. <laughs> way cheaper. I'm and sorry, also multiple pay, printings. I'd rather pay low <clears throat> triple dot digit, depending on the printing of it, or double digit. I'll pay double digit. Yeah, but it's hard to say. Like, if we're gonna have like quick reserve list chat here, like, <laughs> oh, I got a. <laughs> Inle- honestly, unless you're playing Legacy or Vintage, don't waste your time with reserve list cards. Yeah, yeah, Legacy Vintage there, or if you're like starting to get yeah into collecting or doing the whole Magic Finance stuff, or you find them in a shoebox randomly somewhere. Yeah, find if you, them in good for if you. you. Find them in the shoebox. Good on you. Do what you got to do yeah. with them. Hold on to them. Get rid of them. So Take you can pictures buy other and send cards. them to us, so we can also pat you on the back for that fucking awesome find. Right. So it makes me think of my. So, uh, tooth and nail find I had back in the summer. <laughs> Can we go wrong finding a tooth and nail? How many Zoomers know what tooth and nail is and the the, the havoc that it wreaked amongst us us aged players? Havoc? How about you guys even? Well, Gary kind of knows about this, but knowing about like back in the day of the Affinity War decks. Back in my day. Back in my day. <laughs> magic used to be magic. Back in my day, <laughs> magic was ruined by a little thing called Affinity. Affinity. It was terrible. Well, want to talk about some cheap pickups? <clears throat> I was going to sure say, do. let's have Anthony talk about some cheap pickups. You and I got to play the game. Yeah, Yay. we got to play the game. Anthony, this is your gig. Don't fuck it up. Okay. Yeah, really, don't fuck it up. <laughs> I'll fuck if it you, up. If you <laughs> fuck it up, you're done. All right, we're going to move on to the cheap pickups. So, on the first one in the lineup here, we have a Dark Air Oasis, which is actually moving up. It is at $3.34. And. This is specifically the Dominary United version, too, just yes. the basic print. Yes, the newest one, the newest version of this card. So um, it's been identified by MTC Stocks Premium Penny Stocks, featured as a card that has reached its bottom and is starting a consistent uptrend, which is good. I mean, that's that's okay. Very good card, very good pain land to have. Um, also, too, it's another one that gets added to Pioneer, so use them. Remember, fast lands are coming. Yes. Do it too, Lars. So uh, the next one we got, which is sitting at a very stable amount of money right now, which for all you loving mill players out there that want to play in modern or you just want to be cheeky and funny or me who's needing to get some of these copies because I don't have that many, I guess I realized. 
is Mesmeric Orb sitting at a solid $3. Um, I mean, once again, it's another card that was printed in the Brothers War, specialized artifacts that they had for their stuff. So you can get it in a lot of versions. This is the regular version of the retro artifacts they did. This is not the schematic, but I'm pretty sure you can still pick the schematic up on for pretty cheap. And if you have a serialized one, uh, good for you. And that's pretty awesome stuff. Pat on the back. Pat on the back. Send us pics. And then, of course, <laughs> of magic cards. <laughs> no feet, nothing else. I mean, no. If you, want, if you want to send any of that, here is Anthony's Twitter. No, we send that to Danny. Remember, he's in charge of the. <laughs> oh, he's in charge of the only fans. You want to? You want to Anth- show up on the Anthony's private number? Will be linked below. <laughs> it's true. Let's refer to Danny's. Send all the feet pics and uh, D pics. D pics. D pics for Danny. Danny. All right. And then, of course, Danny, we got some problems. (laughs) And then we got our last one, which is also on the downward slope Chandra Torch of Defiance. This is the Touch the D. Touch of the D. uh, Is sitting at 447. This is the. Which version is this one again? This is the promo. Miscellaneous promos, what is labeled as? I don't don't know what the miscellaneous promos are. Yeah, it's just. It looks like a star. Well, it's, it's the it's the old swoopy star that they put on. What the I don't know which promo one this, came this out is. Of. Yeah, I don't either. Go go to the bottom of the thing quick. Uh, but yeah, this one's on the downward downward trend. I mean, in generalized Chandra Torch Defiance. Uh, it's a card that is. Is it a specialized what, promo? What's UMP? It just says unique. That's you unique and miscellaneous promos. That's UMP. I don't know where, where the this, fuck did this come from. <laughs> we will figure out where this came from and let you know in a little bit. But more importantly, this is on the downward trend right now. Uh, I know this is something that we talked about in our <clears throat> uh, bonus episode with Jay from MTG Drip, um, and the fact that you know this is a card that is really good, but is also fighting for a spot in a lot of red based decks as a four mana card. So, I mean. It's going down, but you should pick it up though if you do. Uh, it's good for commander. It's good for any fun deck you want to play, I think too. So, yeah. But otherwise, that is all of our cards for the cheap pickups. Hey, Anthony. Hey, what's up there, Garrett? Hey, you know, I know you like buying cards. Oh, I do love buying cards. You know that. You know what? I even know you like buying sealed products. So you like buying <gasps> singles. You like buying product i love yeah i want i want draft boosters set boosters commander decks what what are you talking about here well all of the above oh have you have you ever sat and thought to yourself man god damn it garrett i wish there was some kind of way i could be informed when things are moving down so i could get them on like the cheap pickup side of things or i change my tune and i start selling singles and i'm gonna sell them at a high price so i can get more cards well, that sounds like a good thing. Yeah, I think about that work all the time. Yeah, yeah. Would it would it benefit you if I told you there's this wonderful website called TCG Sniper that allows you to do such a thing, and they notify you because they snipe out the best deals that you're looking for. Are you telling me they hone in? They hone in. They hone in. And they scope get, that thing they down. They scope it down. Oh my god! And they tell you not only when cards are moving up in price. So you, if you change your tune and wanted to sell singles or sealed product, to get more singles or sealed products. Okay. Okay. Um, tell or, me more. Or they also notify you when cards get lower, like when 
stories go out about your favorite planeswalker and they do them dirty and the whole community goes, you know what, fuck it. They did them dirty. We're selling this shit. And all the prices of Tezzeret go just down. I mean, I'm not going to complain. I'll just buy them then. They notify you with all that kind of stuff. Oh, and they, if you get uh, their, if you get their plus membership, you have unlimited notifications, unlimited list that yeah. you can put cards on. Okay, okay, that sounds really good. And I, but what, what if I, what if I, I can't you. afford that though? I hear you. Yeah. What if I can't? Because I'm buying all these cards. But here's the thing. So first off, I've got two things for you. Then first off. If you say the guys from this week at MTG sent you, they'll give you three months free I know of that them. plus membership. Okay, that sounds like a good idea. They'll give you three months, but then you know three months goes up, and then you're back to the original question: What if I don't? Yeah, have what, that money? what if I don't have the money? They give you fifteen slots on just their basic membership. Fifteen? Fifteen? I thought it was like five. No, it used to be five, and then they, it used to be three. It used to be five, and then they bumped it up to. Jeez, 15. these guys are smart. I like what they're right? doing. So. Head on over there. They, the TCG Sniper is a wonderful thing where you can find some good deals or you get some awesome stories like Matt and I have with some Force of Negations. Still classic. Oh, yes. I think the amount of time it took you and I to both jump on that, buy as many copies as we could, and then get the email saying, hey, we fucked up, was... Wait, what? What happened? Okay, so Matt has his setup where it will notify on the Discord too, and there was it was like a that's, Saturday that, morning or that's something. A slight perk for all the people that want to join the Discord is, like I said, I, I have my TCG Stanford Discord yeah. notifications set to the Contra Currency tab. Ooh. So, it, I think it was like a random Saturday morning or something like that. And the only reason I remember this is because I was like just laying in bed being lazy before I had kids, and. All of a sudden, I get this, and I I just look, and I go, well, son of a bitch, force of negation, four bucks right now. 70 copies. 70 copies. This has got to be fucked up. And Matt and I are sitting and texting each other and talking in the Discord, and we've got Slade jumping in going, this has got to be bullshit. I'm like, well, fuck this. If, what if it's not bullshit? What if it's not? I mean, that's, that's Matt, good stuff right Matt there. went the very conservative and it got a playset or ordered a playset. I went, fuck you. I ordered 40. <laughs> and I, I, we both got emails about the same time and messaged each other in the chat. You didn't get yours either, did you? No. <laughs> I, I, I got an email saying it was supposed to be four copies at 70. And then they asked me if I still wanted them. Yeah. Pass. Yeah, they just. Hard pass, please. They, they submitted their information wrong. And TCG Sniper. Boop. Super quick to notify you on oh, that yeah. stuff, yeah. which was really fun because, like, I think we even talked about what if they're fakes. Well, I mean, I just spent, I just spent a little bit of change on some really convincing fakes. Hopefully, some good proxies there. And then on top of that, like, if you uh, TCG has a return policy for yeah. shit like that so, as well. So, yep, it well, would have been really one good. of those things where it really. I still laugh at that because it was like, oh god, if this is fucking true, this is going to be awesome. Indeed, and, and then I'm sitting there going, "Oh man, my wife's gonna kill me because I spent money on like single magic cards." And then I'm like, "But then I can go, Ma, I've got forty copies of this seventy dollar card that I can go sell now." <laughs> Run! Hey, did you figure out that promo yet? I did. That promo came from the 2021 Pioneer Challenger decks for that Chandra. Oh, uh, that okay. makes sense. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, not as big of a deal now, but back my. Uh, one of one of my TCG sniper sets uh, notifications was set 
to be notified when long-term plans dropped below 15 for the foil, the Scourge copy of it. It did, and I got it. And foils are 22 bucks, but at their peak, they were like 30 so. Nice. I'm like, that's a good deal. So I bought one because it's a great card. This has a reprint, though? No. Oh. No. It does. Oh, and the heads I win, tails you lose. Hey, look, I have one. This card is so good. It's a tutor in blue. Instant speed tutor, but you put a third from the top. If only blue had a way to get around that. God, I just don't know. Draw three cards or some shit. You know, there's a planeswalker that does that too. It's weird. And spells. I mean, you know, it's just so great. Hey, you know what's really fun to do with people that tutor stuff at the top of their deck? Mill them. No, feel the ruin them. Because <laughs> oh, it's a shuffle, even if they don't get a They have to. You yeah. have to shuffle. It's the best thing in the world. Oh, did you want to put that on top? How about you put that somewhere else? <laughs> it's not going there. Oh, funny. Too funny. Actually, too, I was going to bring up also, we were talking about the new Mirror Lord. And when you guys say something about it puts it into play or something, was I saying it puts it into play? Is that yeah, like, you're wrong. Okay. I was it's wrong. Okay. It's it does a lot of stuff. So let's just we're just gonna read it off quickly since it was it's official, right? Or not? Where, where are you pulling that from? Well, I'm pulling it off a of mythic spoiler to read it. Well, mythic spoiler. Let's see if it's on. We'll see if it's on. That's why I'm saying like, before I read it. Do you want to check somewhere else to see if it's somewhere so I don't have to? What's the name of the card? Uh, Urtet. U R T E T. U-R-T-E-T. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah, we'll just talk about it next week. But it does a lot of cool stuff. Oh, no. Well, there you go, Magic Folk. That's a whole episode right there. No Danny, and we stay on the rails. No Danny to slow us down and (laughs) get us off track. I feel like Danny slowing us down this entire time. Mostly, he gets us so off topic and blames it all on us. Yeah. You just like starting those little fires. Sowing the seeds of hatred. Tays in the chat with fucking like <laughs> the panda sad face and now some emote with uh, crosshairs and something that starts with a W. Do I know Snipers. what it is? Oh my God. What's the next thing he just He's put in? He's still here. He's putting in other things. He's putting in a fire panda. Fire so, panda. Before we get burnt, thank you to all you legendary magic folk for making it to the end of episode 171 of This Week in MTG. Thank you to our patrons who think that this content that you just listened to is worth supporting. I also want to give a big thank you to JW Sports Cards and Gaming for sponsoring us. And if you're looking for anything magic related, go check them out. Now, if neither of you guys have anything else to add to this, got nothing. I have something we should add to this. Oh, I think it'd be really funny. If uh, everyone tries to do their best southern accent while saying Phyrexia. It was something I, when you said the when, however you said Phyrexia in the beginning, like I started going like, I wonder how a southerner would kind of say it. So I'll start off and do mine if, if, if we want to. If we don't want to, we'll just skip it. That's fine, too. We'll, we'll end this episode by saying hail Phyrexia in our southern accent. All right. So with that magic, folk, we will catch you next time. Oh, do you want me to start this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. Oh, hell, Phyrexia now. Well, 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 now, now, now I say, now I say here, <laughs> hail Phyrexia. <laughs> we're, we're a hell in this Phyrexia right now, y'all. <laughs> Dear God. Oh. Peace. Later.
Congratulations, you made it to the end of this week's episode of This Week in MTG. Your listenership means so much to us. Make sure to follow the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or on the podcatcher of your choice. You can watch the live stream recording of the podcast every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time over on YouTube and twitch.com slash thisweekinmtg. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can send us a message to our Facebook, Twitter, or send us an email at thisweekinmtg at gmail.com. For all these links and more, check out our link tree at linktr.ee slash thisweekinmtg. Thanks so much. That's really great. That's not what she sounds like, you jerk.